the I was reading today because obviously we've had the whole situation of China going on for years, and and obviously recently they they then did push the miners pretty much completely out of most of the regions where they were doing their work, and they've obviously moved to you know, nearby countries and some to the US and, and all sorts of places. Um, they clearly seem to me anyway to be trying to really move, remove and get rid of Bitcoin um, from the country in as, as best as they can and i guess it's probably many reasons for that uh, their own cbdc um the digital yep. yen. um i guess there's some element of protecting investors potentially um but there's probably various other reasons um but i guess um i suppose is there what's your view on this like do, do, you, do you see it in that similar way that china's obviously trying to to get pretty much trying to get rid of bitcoin and then how do you see that do you see that as like a benefit because I, I feel like i see that as a benefit almost to bitcoin yeah. but i don't know how you see that and i, yeah. I want to kind of get you I, I think that i think that uh, uh miners especially or primarily miners moving away from china is a net benefit for uh, for bitcoin because first of all the impact of anything related to the mining uh, switch, being switched off or being moved out uh, in, in some other place or being, uh, uh, I don't know, relocated. The, the worst case scenario is that for at most two weeks, you will, have, uh, you will have a slower rate of block production. But once these two weeks are, are passed and the, the, the difficulty uh, is being adjusted, then everything is back to normal. And assuming that... Uh, uh, there are more countries that that want to do this. Uh, the only the only outcome will be that it will be more profitable to start again mining with your old uh, ant miner seven or whatever. I, I don't really know about uh, these uh, versions of, of mining equipments, but you know some of the older equipments which were taken out because the because they were not profitable anymore. They will be brought back online and will be starting uh, will be starting to produce money again uh, if a lot of the mining power uh, moves uh, moves out. And if you followed and I I, I did not uh, followed everything that happened relating to the miner movement outside of China, but I think that there is even uh, uh, so I said that it's a not net positive and it's because of two reasons. First reason is the fact that. One of the uh, regular uh, things that was coming against Bitcoin was, ah, it's controlled by China. Look how many, how much uh, hashing power is in China. So by, by forcing the mining to move outside of China, this narrative has been uh, dwindled down. And the second, uh, the second thing is that uh, moving outside of China, at least from what I've, I've noticed, and even today there was a, a, an announcement, about a mining facility that started to use uh, nuclear energy. So what, what is the net uh, outcome is that the whole narrative around Bitcoin is very polluting and it's using uh, coal-based uh, uh, coal electricity and uh, uh, which uh, in, the, in, the, in, in its turn produces uh, uh, greenhouse effects and so on. Uh, has been again the, the environmental aspect of of Bitcoin mining has been uh, reduced. So it's already two points in which uh, through which uh, this movement of mining uh, outside China has been uh, benefiting Bitcoin. I guess I'm just thinking now as well. Like a, I guess a, a way. Because obviously, you know, beyond the mining, I, I suppose 
they haven't seemed to have done anything too much yet, but I, I'm going to assume with the CBDC, with the digital yen rolling out more and more, they're probably going to try and push people out of holding Bitcoin, out of trading Bitcoin and buying and selling. Um, and I guess the benefits with that become as well, like um, a lot of like Western countries that almost try to uh, compete with China and see them almost as an enemy, could then, I guess, people would see China and they'd see, okay, well, Bitcoin's essentially banned or discouraged there. Uh, and so almost it becomes a thing for like the West to go, well, it's not here, you know, like it's almost like, you know, it kind of becomes like a, a point in Bitcoin's favor, almost like, you know, it could it, yeah. it be seen as well. This is the coin of freedom or whatever, you know, and, and therefore may be adopted yeah. outside of China. Uh, I, I think that uh, in, in I would see a reason for China to start banning it. If you consider the whole social I don't even know how to call it social monitoring, let's say, program that they have. And the, the CBDC would fit very much into their social uh, enforcement, uh, social rule enforcement. Uh, if you remember, uh, they have this program where uh, they, they monitor your behavior, like in the street, uh, they have cameras. And if you cross the street in an unmarked place, then they will shame you, publicly shame you. And think about that with the CBDC, they will uh, be able to automatically levy and fine, a fine on you. So from this, from this point of view, I, under, I would understand why China would want to, to restrict it because uh, if you have your Bitcoin wallet, they cannot uh, help themselves whenever you they need to find you. But if you have your only your uh, PBOC mandated uh, CBDC uh, wallet, then uh, it's uh, it's much simpler. And um, uh, if I look on the other hand by uh, you know what would be the macro level. Uh, a reason for China not to ban it, not to ban Bitcoin. Uh, I think it's uh, everything related or, or everything revolving around having a, a store of value that is not connected to any of the car big currencies that are uh, uh, in, in circulation in the world, meaning that uh, dollars and euros. Yes, so having a currency that is not adjustable at the whim of the US Fed. Because think about, think, think from, the, from the point of view uh, of China as, as being uh, one of the big holders of, uh, let's say, US Treasury bonds, or, or maybe US denominated uh, uh, bank accounts. Whenever there is a, some sort of movement like the US inflation increases or the Fed decides to print some more dollars, their value that they store in their coffers uh, decreases. So with this, they, they can really uh, extricate themselves from the, from the uh, movements or, and the actions of uh, any foreign government. And, and on, on, the, on the other side, it's true that exactly what you said, that uh, uh, everything that, that's would be or could be banned by China can be seen by uh, by the Western governments as look because they are a very uh, 
careful nation and they want to monitor all their people. They did not want to uh, uh, use Bitcoin. So it means that Bitcoin is a better uh, privacy uh, protect privacy protecting technology than anything, any other form of money. So uh, let's use this uh, in our countries or in our part of the world. I guess it's interesting as well. Like I am, um, I was speaking on a space this is months back with Tracy, our China ambassador, and she was explaining as well that um, a big uh, motivation for the, for the digital uh, yen and for China um, was essentially that they, because of the, um, I'm forgetting the word now, not an embargo, um, I'll say restrictions essentially that are placed upon them um, by Sanctions. the US. Sanctions, that's the one. Thank you very much. Sanctions. Because of the sanctions placed upon them, uh, she was explaining that essentially like, you know, the China, they couldn't pay... Um, it was crazy stuff like they can't pay uh, the wages of some of their like the Hong Kong employees and like even the the head of uh, Hong Kong and this sort of stuff like because that goes through the dollar and then it, essentially because the sanctions are completely struggling to do that uh, and obviously they want to take back I mean they what they like to control their populace anyway the CCP but they obviously yeah. want to take back control of their own money and their ability to pay their own people just in other countries and other regions uh, from in, in this area there is a uh, there is a somehow funny story, maybe three, four years back, where a Chinese billionaire bought. So in China, if you want to buy something in which requires a, a bank transfer of uh, capital outside of China, uh, it's very hard, maybe even impossible. So this billionaire, what, what uh, he did, he bought a painting for which he had to pay something like, I don't know, let's say a hundred million, uh, million dollars, but he paid with, a, with an Amex credit card or something uh, to that effect. So because, because that transaction would not go to, the, to, this, regulated, uh, to this regulated flow and uh, he could settle his bill in whatever, in Yuan, and the, then the bank would sell this, uh, would, would uh, uh, settle this 100 million euros with the seller of the painting. And uh, uh, this, this kind of uh, things are happening just exactly because uh, in China, the government tries to control very much uh, the, what people do, would do with their money. And of course, that the, the CBDC there, it's just uh, another step, uh, another stepping stone towards uh, a digital panopticon kind of uh, uh, environment. A couple of weeks back, we saw El Salvador make uh, Bitcoin legal tender for their country. And then tomorrow, they're presenting a bill in Paraguay to do something similar. Yeah. Uh, these are countries that are smaller with weaker economies. When do you see a larger Western country following suit? Um, for the larger countries, I don't have I don't have hopes that they will abandon their uh, their sovereign currency anytime soon. It will it will need to be a bottom up approach, meaning. The first thing that that would need to happen in a reasonably large country is to have all the uh, regulation that is needed towards making Bitcoin, for instance, uh, like accepted and not frowned upon. Yes. So as long as this happens, then uh, people will start 
realizing that if they keep their money in not in the fiat currency but in something else the their purchasing power will be preserved their uh, a lot of the things will be better they they will have a better privacy and so on and so forth and then they will start to say uh, why do you keep issuing this this currency which is by the way hopefully nobody will use it or, or gradually will stop being used because it's not attractive as a form of uh, um, um, money anymore and then it will be maybe maybe natural but this is a process in which uh, which i think it will take multiple years maybe 10 20 years before we see a reasonable large enough uh, country let's say a country from uh, g20 I, I think g20 it's it's even further away than 20 20 years for, for smaller country is easier and in 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 el salvador's case it was even easier because they were already dependent on an external uh, currency which they could not manipulate it manipulate so being dependent on some other currency more volatile or less volatile depends on from from which point of view you look uh, it meant not so much in technical terms of course there are other considerations but uh, uh, it's easier for them for smaller countries it's easier to to embark on on this trip than for the bigger ones that's very true um yeah, very true about the, the and yeah, it's benefits and, and, and pros and cons, right? Like, uh, you know, big countries yeah. like, the, like the US isn't going to willingly give up the dollar anytime soon, no. I don't think. Um, no, it, it, it needs to be a, a bottom up uh, push, meaning that uh, as long as people will start using alternative forms of money and by using them, they realize that it's better, you know, they will have a gradually then suddenly uh, type of approach where, whereby a lot of people, you know, a few people use it then more and more and more. And then at some point there is this uh, uh, tipping point where people will, will start uh, questioning themselves. Why do we still have this other ancient relic here uh, pretending to be money when we have this other form that is probably a better form of money. That's true. And, and the bottom up approach is going pretty well so far, I'd say. Uh, yeah. We're only, what, like 10, well, 11, like, we're about a decade and a bit into Bitcoin and it's, I'd say it's yes. pretty, going pretty well. Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, well, Ricardo, have you got any more questions you wanted to ask or are you, uh, are you okay? I'm okay. Yeah, as I say, I mean, I, I'm wary of time, so um, I'll, I'll we'll leave it at that. Um, I don't want to go down another a rabbit hole, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been uh, well, it's been awesome uh, to talk to you about um, about the exchange, about the um, situation in Romania, and yeah, general topics. I've really appreciated your insight, um, and I'm sure our listeners will have too. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day to to talk to us uh, and to answer our questions. Yes, thank you, thank you very much for for inviting me. And uh, what can I say? Uh, yeah, let's uh, push for the adoption of crypto in every way we can in uh, in our local environments. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that, hands down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you. And well, thank you very much to everyone who's uh, listened as well. Much appreciated. Um, but yeah, everyone uh, take care and have a lovely day or week or weekend, depending when you're listening. Um, and buy Bitcoin. Okay.